Welcome everybody to the business podcast where we pour out weekly business lessons from entrepreneurs and business owners from around the world. This week's episode is brought to you by me and my brand new free webinar, Five Reasons Sales Won't Save Your Business and How to Fix Them. You can watch the replay or register for an upcoming uh, version of it, version of it, piece of video of it, live streaming of it at superjoepardo.com slash webinar. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and my guest today is making her dreams come true by working hard to market her books. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, I need you to give a big, warm welcome to our guest, Super, and I didn't ask for her how to pronounce her name before the fact, so Super Adriana Gavazzoni? Gavazzoni? Gavazzoni, yes, Gavazzoni. you're right, Joe. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here with you Thank today. You. Thank you. It's great to have you here as well. Um, Adriana, why don't you start by giving some background about yourself? Yeah, I've been a lawyer for 27 years. And uh, I decided I have to change my life and I have to follow my dreams. And my biggest dream was to be an author. So it was a big change. That yeah no it abs- absolutely is um so so first off what what got you into to um wanting to be a lawyer now first off you're not in America I don't think I've made no that I'm in Brazil right now I'm in Brazil so I I knew it was South America I wasn't positive uh you know which country specifically um is is Brazil still in the in the in the World Cup I I haven't had a chance to follow. Yes, today we won the match. It's great. Uh, two points. It was a beautiful game, indeed. <laughs> well, that that is great to hear. I mean, America's not in it, so it's it, you know it, that stinks. But um, but so what what got you into wanting to be a lawyer? Well, I was too young when I decided to be a lawyer. I was twelve years old. I was reading a book. Uh, the book was in my father's shell, and I decided I loved what was in that book, and it was a love book. So I started to research about what a lawyer do, and the idea of defending people, of defending law, and uh, things like that. I really enjoyed the idea, and I decided to become a lawyer at an early age. And I haven't changed my mind, and I entered university when I was 17 years old. So do you have your own practice? Yes, I do. I have my office. I have lawyers that work for me. I'm still practicing lawyer as I'm still, I'm not yet a bestseller. So (laughs) I have to pay the bills, and I'm doing a slow transition from law to author. So, so tell me a little bit about that transition because your books, without getting into too much detail for a family-friendly show, uh, it were was not uh, something. If I recall correctly about your story, it was not something that you were immediately um, drawn to let everybody know that you were writing books about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my books are indeed uh, for adults. Uh, they are psychological uh, and erotic thrillers with a touch of erotica. And when I started to write it, 
uh, I didn't want even my family to know about those books. <laughs> so I've just told them one week before I was going to release the first book. So uh, they are they are books about um, they are psychological thrillers indeed, but they have a touch of erotica. So, like, and what was what was their response? How did they take this idea that you were going to start writing books? And then, and now, because you've written several books, yes, uh, I have a, a law book. They knew that I've, I've have a book on international contracts, uh, uh, completely different. One week before releasing the book, I gather all my family for a lunch. I cook for them, and then I told them, "Hello, family. I have something to tell you. I'm going to release a book. I've wrote a book on this on this last year. That's the reason I was not available for you. That's the reason I have to escape family gatherings and meetings." But now the book is ready. I got a publisher, and I'm going to release next week the book in the United States. They were like this. How come? I told them, and uh, my book has, has a touch of erotica, so be prepared. <laughs> it's in English. Thanks, God, that can read it. And But uh, they were very supportive. It's going to be great. They want to know uh, the subject and everything about the book. And they were all the time very supportive. My family is like that. Since the moment I decided to be a lawyer um, with 12 years old, from the moment that I told them I was going to, to release a book, they are very supportive. They want you to be happy no matter what. They don't mind if it's erotica, if someone is going to tell my father, hey, see, your daughter is writing erotica. Uh, they were very supportive and were very happy for me. <laughs> now, what, what year was that that you released your first book? Uh, 2016. Oh wow! So it's uh, only been two years. And, yeah, and, and, and uh, quite a few, I have, have to re-release it. <laughs> yeah, and now I have a complete trilogy. And but uh, book one had a problem because the publisher closed its doors, and I had to release again in 2017. And I decided to do all by myself, publicity, uh, to go uh, self-publish. I didn't want to serve for another publish, go to all the hard process again. But to be alone, it's harder. <laughs> and that it is. I mean, as a self-publisher, uh, you know, self-published author myself, I, I could, you know, I can attest to the fact that it is not easy to uh, make all of that happen. But even with publishers, a lot of day, a lot of times now, like they expect you to have all that stuff done anyway, the marketing and all of all of that under wraps because they don't have the money or funds to do so. Yes, the six months I was with the first publisher, I discovered exactly that. If you want to book uh, to sell, you have to do all the marketing by yourself. You have to advertise. You have to expose yourself. You have to you have to be on social media trying to sell it, because the publisher is going to publish and nothing more than that. Uh, and when I decided to go self-publish, I had the great experience of a six months of already selling my books all by myself so uh, you have to expose yourself if you want to sell your books uh, with a regular publisher self-publisher or not 
they are going to support you very, very little in this matter. So I, I'm curious as to what 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 created that that itch that needed to be scratched. I mean, you you have a, a, a what what seem seemingly is a successful business and and doing all this stuff. What what created like you know what I need I need I need to write this book. I got to get this out of me. Yes, I, I believe a lawyer is always a writer. Uh, in Brazil, there is civil law. We have to write our defenses. And whenever you write a defense, it's telling a story for judges and jurors. You have to to get the story of your client, embellish, put a little makeup on it, <laughs> and present to judges and jurors. So a lawyer is a writer. Uh, the step to fiction is very small. And I always love to read. I believe Every reader uh, wants to be a writer. If you love to read, you want to tell stories because you love to, to, to read stories and you have this imagination that comes from books and everything else and you want to tell stories. So the first story I wrote, the first fiction, I was 10 years old. But imagine 10 years old, I was so afraid people could read it. <laughs> I didn't want to publish. It was just uh, a little romance telling a, a story of a kid. But after some years, uh, the, the wish to become a writer grow. I had to do that. I simple hand. And when you arrive to 40 something and you are in the, the middle of your life, I believe that's, that middle age crisis got me. And I thought, hey, I have to do everything different. I did everything I could in terms of being a lawyer. Uh, I'm, I have an established life, uh, I have success. But hey, deep inside, I want to be a writer. And if I want to be a writer, I need to write, I need to expose, I need to publish. And I start to write. And then I thought, after the book is ready, I'm going to think what I'm going to do with this novel. Finally, I decided to publish. And here I am, um, having a very complicated life, sharing my time between being a lawyer, my clients, uh, finding time to write, to advertise, to give interviews. Uh, so it's a full life right now, and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> well, that that is great to hear. I mean, it's oftentimes, uh, you know, it can it be it can turn to not be very happy because you're splitting so much time up, um, and and that can definitely be difficult. Now, um, I'm curious, what was some of the first steps that you took to to get started with writing a book? When you, I mean, had had you written any books since you were about ten years old? No, I've been uh, reading books since since I was 10, 10 years old, but my first published book I started to write at the age of 45. Mm. It took me a year uh, to write it and then to find an editor in the United States to improve my English. I'm in a Brazilian. I need an editor. Then I find a publisher, present the book, was accepted was published, but it's a fresh story. Uh, I didn't got the story from when I was 10 years old or 12. Uh, it's a new one. I just decided on a new story. Now, um, outside of, 
of writing your book and being a lawyer, what is your hobby? What what gets you that the escapism? I believe I love so much to write because writing is is a hobby for me. It's professional, but it's also something that gives gives me lots of pleasure. Uh, do you imagine a hobby is something to give you pleasure, to make you relax? And writing is that for me. But I also love to cook for my friends. I'm a great cooker. And I love to dance. I dance the tango. Uh, it's a very tragic Argentinian dance. I love to dance that. I'm, I read a lot all the time. And I'm addicted to series. I love movies. Uh, I'm a very private person. I love uh, to make a dinner for my friends, to have my friends around a table, to drink some wine and chat. But I'm not someone that relaxes going to a party. Uh, I'd rather to have some great friends with me and do more private activities as a hobby, as hobbies. Mm. No, I, I, I hear that. I'm not one to go to parties either because uh, I'd much rather just be with a, a, a few friends and, and have great conversation instead, instead of like yelling at each other's faces from like two, you know, five inches from each other so you could hear what we're trying to say. Um, Adrian, what's been the biggest roadblock for you? Mm, a block uh do you mean by writing when i'm writing writing uh you know business wise you know professionally personally what 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 what's been the biggest roadblock for you to have to overcome to be able to push forward um i don't know because i don't see um Hardships and things that happen in life at blockage. Uh, I just see uh, do things that steps that I have uh, to do to improve myself. So anytime I, f I was faced with difficult times and things like that, I always asked myself, oh, which is the lesson the universe wants to teach you? Learn. So I don't remember anything in my life that I can say, oh, my God, that was a tragedy. Because it was in some point, but just after that, I could realize what I got uh, from that step, from that moment in my life. So if I close my eyes and say, what was the worst time in my life? What was the biggest uh, blockage? Uh, the 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 most difficult times I can tell you, because every day presents a surprise, and uh, I see all that as lessons. So I I try not to face life as being difficult or being easy. I try to face all the time as lessons. Lessons we are here to learn, and I forgive the students. Life is going to be easier. So I always try to see the bright side of everything. Mm. No, I I hear that. I, I you know I I always say I have two sides: the uh, the positive side and the realist side, and the, the, there ain't much yeah. room for a negative <laughs> side. So, um, before you before you got into to writing and, and and writing starting when you were about ten years old, was there some other childhood dream that you had before that? Many, uh, before deciding to be a lawyer, I want to be. 
a pilot, an astronaut, has discovered scientists must deal with rats, and I'm afraid of rats. I, I was a normal child. I changed my my mind many and many times till the time I was satisfied with law. But I have many dreams. I have attention deficit. Uh, with hyperactivity, so I can do many, many things at the same time, including talking with my hands. So uh, I was always changing my mind, and when the law happened to me, uh, it was over for the rest. It was so great uh, because I decided to do one thing, but uh, a part of that, I always tried to do everything I could to learn all I can. I'm very curious about everything, so uh, for new recipes of everything, of uh, cooking, writing, and doing everything in life. And if you, I'm interested, I'm going to enroll in a new course, I'm going to study another thing completely different from my day life, and I love that. No, I, that that is that is awesome. Now, with that said, what what do your dreams for the future look like? <laughs> Since you're you you seem to have a, a um an eclectic taste for dreams. Yes, I don't know because I I never plan too much. I I take some decisions. I do some steps, but I try not to leave according to a schedule. Oh, in 10 years, I'm going to do this, and, and I don't know how many years, because uh, it's pressure. I don't want to live uh, under pressure, being pushed to do things. I I like to, to live life as it presents to myself, small, small steps at each time. I, I have a dream that my book is going to be a movie one day, one of my books. I've just, I've just received many awards for my first novel. Behind the Door got many awards in 2017, another award this year. So my novels are, are growing. People are knowing my work. That's something I want, not for the money, but uh, for recognition that uh, I'm an author. When someone reads you, it's the proof you are an author. Uh, to be an author is not just to write. It's someone telling you, hey, your book is great. It inspired me. And it's about a subject that uh, I've been through during my life and things like that, that makes my day. That's what I want for my books to be written. If it's going to produce money or not, it's not a goal for now. Uh, for now, the goal is uh, to make people to know my job, my work. Uh, that's, that's the next step. The future, I don't know. I believe I'm going to die so old. I'm going to do Everything in life. <laughs> I, I just, I just have one dream. Whenever I die, I need to die uh, healthy and independent, because what terrifies me most in life is to depend on someone. I just love to depend on myself and to be very independent. Uh, that's a dream for the rest of my life. For the rest, I don't, I don't care now. <laughs> <laughs> no that that is that is awesome um you know i think 
that a lot of people who who are successful and decide to do things that are outside of what they're already doing and they became successful in you know they have that that drive of like yeah like like money doesn't really matter i'm not here like that's not why i'm doing this i'm doing it because i you know i want the recognition and and i want the belt i don't need the you know keep the money i i, I want the belt Yes, and when you change from a profession to another, I usually it's not a matter of money because I was having, I'm having, I still having success being a lawyer, and I could stop there, but uh, to be a lawyer doesn't present any challenge for me anymore. I think I, I've learned everything I could. I've worked on great cases. So I needed another challenge. I need that. I need to be challenged. I need uh, to test my boundaries, my limits. And to be a writer is like that. Uh, I decided to write about psychiatry. I'm a lawyer, so I have to study a lot about psychiatrists and shrinks and those subjects. Uh, to compose my characters, and that was a challenge. So I need to be challenged day by day. <laughs> as as most uh, you know, high high performers do. They they need that next level of of a challenge. Um, so Super Adriana, how can people connect with you online and get your books and and reach out to you? Oh, I love to talk to. Everybody who decides to drop me uh, an email, so my email is Adriana at AdrianaGavazzoni.com. This Gavazzoni is complicated, has a double Z. <laughs> uh, on my Facebook, Adriana Gavazzoni. My books are all over Amazon, and I sign as A.Gavazzoni. Uh, I have Instagram, Adri underline Gavazzoni, my Twitter, A Gavazzoni. So I'm everywhere you can imagine. I always answer to people trying to talk to me. Sometimes I need one day or two because I'm in car defending my clients, uh, traveling. Uh, but um, you can find me everywhere on the internet. <laughs> well, I will have all those links over at superjoepardo.com in the show notes to this episode. Super Adriana, it's been awesome having you on. I'd love to have you on again in a year or so to catch up and see how you've been making out. Hopefully, you know, you'll have that that uh that movie deal that you're you're hoping to to uh, snag. So, um yeah, I'd love to have you on again. Thank you very much. I love to be with you, Joe. It was a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Before we wrap up here, is there any last thoughts you'd like to share? Yes, I'd like to share uh, something that I think everyone who wants to pursue goals or dreams uh, must know. Uh, there is no uh, uh, easy path in life. There is a persistence. There is uh, trying every day a little bit and never giving up. So I believe the secret of success in anything you do is never give up. There is always another way. There's always other options, and you have to be positive if I could add to that. <laughs> if I could add to that. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, if you've gotten something out of this episode with Super Adriana and myself, please, please, please share this episode, share this show with somebody that you feel could get something out of it. I would greatly appreciate it. Super Adriana would appreciate it. This episode has been brought to you by me and my free brand new webinar, Five Reasons Sales Won't Save Your Business and How to Fix Them. You can watch the replay over at superjoepardo.com slash webinar. Super Adrian, I hope you have a great weekend ahead and I will talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Business Podcast featuring Super Joe Pardo. Get more business content at superjoepardo.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Business Podcast, send an email to joe at superjoepardo.com. The Business Podcast is copyrighted to 234 Solutions, LLC.